Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan, it is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Coming to you from a rainy, cloudy, nasty New York City today, but training camps are kicking off all over the NFL in your favorite NFL city, your favorite NFL team could very well be in camp or getting ready to report to camp. So today we'll break down some of the news and notes coming out of NFL training camps. We'll also get into some more of the all-in kid, Jake Seeley's uh, pros versus Joe's team. But you know how the rest of that team shaked up. My man Emery Hunt is at New York Giant Camp, so we'll get him on the horn for a couple minutes. Plus, I'll also give you some more information on the upcoming Beat the Fantasy Executive League Probably going to try to do that next week. We're going to go ahead and wrap that up and get that locked in as soon as possible. Obviously, this time of year, training camps is underway. You need to be in training also for your 2018 fantasy football season. So the horn is open. I repeat, the horn is open. 844-843-6879 is the telephone number to get involved with that. Let me kick it off by saying what's up to my man, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, out there in the 757. Jake, what's cracking? What's going on, Corey? How you doing? Ain't nothing much. Can I see the shirt? Oh yeah, it's a well. They got the logo. Oh, so oh, there yeah. you go. Now it's you the, better. It's the it's the MLB logo with Link instead of well, who's Link from from Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Oh, okay, from Legend of Zelda, one of the great video yeah. games of all time. There you go, right there. Yeah. You good, you good. You're, I probably even need to get up. You can probably still. Yeah, you can still see it. <laughs> nah, you, you you're right. And oh. that's the little uh, fairy thing. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. What's good with you, uh, uh, Mr. Venture? How you doing today? I'm chilling. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to rock. I want to hear what's going on in Giants training camp. I'm interested. See, let me see your shirt. Feel what I'm saying? Feel what I'm saying. I'm also wearing a, a wristband from Jersey Shore. I see you got the Jersey Shore wristband. You're also on the wrong side of the room. Yeah, I changed my seat. Yeah, Venture wanted to change his seat. He wanted to... Wanted to come sit at the at, at the at the at the desk, so he said, "Listen, when I was like, will you come over today?' You know what I'm saying? Whatever makes Venture feel, I'm, I'm a, I want Venture to be as comfortable as possible as the newest member of the frenzy. I appreciate that nice. very much, and and I and I appreciate you, Chris Venture, and we appreciate getting you on the telephones eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. So we got a lot to take care of today. So let's get ready and hop right into it. I'm gonna go back, like we told you, we discussed yesterday, Jake's um twelve team PPR. Four points for the quarterback, a point and a half for the tight end. He got the three running backs, then he got Shady McCoy and Marshawn Lynch. He put Alshon Jeffrey on the team also. Jake, right quick, let me ask you about Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, his, what is his health status going into the season? Everything as of today is fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I might be tripping. I don't get to talk to Dr. A and the homies. From, God is hot in this studio. <laughs> I don't get a chance to talk to Dr. A and the homies from um, Inside Injuries as much. But I, I did. I, I, I could have sworn that they was like Alshon Jeffrey may not be ready for the start of training camp. No, everything. I, I mean, it would be a surprise if he's not. Everything okay. he's, I've seen is he's on track for it, and uh, he actually balled out, especially at the end of the season. At the end of the season, looked, he was balling. Look what he did in the playoffs. In the playoffs, I mean, he was, was unguardable. Yeah. 
That's the thing. I mean, you still finished, even though with a quiet year and he didn't even get a thousand yards, you're still wide receiver 22. It's not like, I mean, if you're going to give me, even if he only replicates last year as my wide receiver four, that's better than anybody else's wide receiver four by a mile. Yeah, no doubt. No, you were right about that. 100% was good, Ventura. Quick thing on Jeffrey. Uh, according to Rasta Resource, he has, he's questionable for week one with a rotator cuff issue. So they're still dealing with that, huh? I haven't yes. talked to the doctor. Go ahead, Jake. What's Rasta Resource doing? It? Like, come on. Now? I mean, these are all updated. So, I mean, I don't know. This is what it says. Questionable for week we, one. We can't be calling people questionable at the end of July. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm it's just an issue is what I'm saying. It's out no, there. See, that's what, yeah, I, that's, that's not new news. I, I just pulled it up. That was from April 6th. Well, this is on their depth chart. I know. Well, that, that's their depth chart from April 6th. That his, he was still working on his, coming back from his sh- the shoulder injury. Yeah, the, ro- the rotator cuff. But that was April 6th. It's the end of July. It's, it's quite a long time. I know. I'm just saying it might be something just to think about. That's all. We'll see, how, we'll see what happens in camp, though. Well, thank you for keeping us abreast of that situation, of Ventura. I appreciate that. Have you talked to Dr. A recently? Any of the programs you've seen or heard from Dr. A? Uh, on BFFs, I think it was last week, they spoke to Dr. A. But I don't know if they asked about Jeffrey. Okay. All right. Well, cool. I, I, guess I don't I, think they did. I guess I got to get my information from the damn BFFs. Yeah. Dr. A. All right. So cool. All right. Listen, Jake, point and a half for the tight end. You have Andrew Luck, Jake Butt, Mark Andrews, my man Blake Jarman, uh, and, and, and I said Andrew Luck, my lord. You have David and Joku, <laughs> Jake Butt, Mark Andrews, and Blake Jarman. Let's start with David and Joku. I'm so on the fence with Joku, Jake. He flashed at times last year. A lot of people got him in their tight end one conversation this year. Dynamic talent, love him. I get the Tyrod Taylor thing, but I'm still like, uh, I'm not going to be comfortable if I leave out of a draft and I'm putting David Njoku in my week one starting lineup. Hey, look, I, I don't want Njoku as my only tight end or as my starting tight end. This is what happens in the tight end premium in the discussion we had yesterday where people overreact to it all the time. I'm obviously like I I wrote the article breaking it down today of of what we talked about yesterday. The article is, can you go, can you ignore bell cow running backs and have it work? And I, we have basically broke down the conversation we had yesterday in long form for an article. Uh, Part of it. I talked about the tight ends. I'm trying to basically Voltron together four tight ends to just give me tight end one value for 16 weeks. And I think it's doable with Njoku there. Njoku has the potential to be, a top 10 tight end. There's a lot of people out there who liked him just as much, potentially even more than Evan Ingram. I mean, honestly, I was one of those people who said that Njoku was the better pass catcher than Evan Ingram. Obviously, as of today, Ingram had a lot better of opportunity, has done a lot more than Njoku has, but he's in the similar mold where you don't really want him blocking too much because he's kind of that hybrid. He's more of a wide receiver than he is a tight end. So I think there's a real opportunity, especially if Taylor starts all 16 games, which might be a little bit surprising, but he trusts his tight end. He's very good going to his tight end. So I think that Njoku has top 10 potential. Do I want him as my only tight end one in a standard league? Obviously not. Yeah. Uh, David Njoku or Kyle Rudolph? Intro. Oh, Kyle oh, Rudolph. Rudolph. Easily. Rudolph. Easily. Yeah. The thing about Njoku, I agree with you. I think he's the better overall well-rounded tight end compared to Evan Ingram. Ingram's probably the better pass catcher, but it's not about the talent. I think just the team. You know, he's on Cleveland. I know they might throw to him, but he's going to be inconsistent just because of all the weapons on this team. We don't know who's going to emerge as the number one, number two target. Njoku might end up being the th- third, fourth, maybe even fifth target. We don't know. Yeah, well, well they, might have be down a tar- they might be down a target by the time we get to the beginning of the season. <laughs> they very well could That's be true. down a target. But as you mentioned, them very well could be down a target. It is time to get a little bit breaking news. Mary Kay Cabbage, she does an excellent job 
for the Cleveland Plain Dealer uh, reporting on the um the Cleveland Browns. She is saying that Browns GM John Dorsey has discussed signing Des Bryant. Now, the reports yep. I heard this morning was that Des Bryant was looking to go to a contender. He all he was looking for something to happen for get a chance to go to a <laughs> contender. Now, it's two ways to break this down. This can just be talk number one, but let's 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 table that first. If Des Bryant ends up going to Cleveland, that makes me think this Josh Gordon thing, Jake, is going to be a little longer than we expected. So I think that's the issue. I think I, it could be two. It could be they're concerned that Gordon is out and they're doing their preparations just in case, and that's understandable. The team wants to do, or he could also look at it. They're completely soured and off Corey Coleman at this point, and they just they know that True. he's not going to be their wide receiver three. You bring in Des Bryant, even if Josh Gordon plays, and you kind of replicate what the Dolphins were doing for the longest time with Stills and Parker and Jarvis Landry out of the slot all the time. Cause we just got that report yesterday that Landry was going to run on the outside a lot more this season when people don't even realize Jarvis Landry spent 65% of his snaps out of the slot last year. That's not like people would think it's like 90 and it's not really that, but if you bring in Des, now you get to keep him in that 65, 70% range in the slot. I think it's interesting obviously you don't bring in Dez and now who are you sitting to if Josh Gordon's on the field? Like, are you just going to run three wide all the time? Because you can't put Dez, Gordon, or Landry on the bench. So I'm with you. I think it points a little bit to more of their legitimate concerns about Josh Gordon. I think that could be the case right there. How you break it down? What do you think of a Dez Bryant signing with the Cleveland Browns? Uh, break it down, Ventra, as, as to what you would do with Josh Gordon now and also what you would do with Dez Bryant if this, does, if this rumor does shake out. I mean, I think you got to be a little bit worried about Gordon, but it's also because Ricardo Lewis is out for the year now with a neck injury. Yeah. So they needed to fill the roster spot, get another wide receiver in there. He's a good veteran for the younger guys uh, like Corey Coleman to learn. Uh, and maybe maybe Jake's right. Maybe Corey Coleman's just not ready. They got Landry who, you know, replaces Corey Coleman completely. Uh, you got Gordon, Landry, Bryant. That could be a really great wide receiver combo right there. But I don't see why they would really, really need this because they have good wide receivers. Well, Other they would teams... need it if, the, if, 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 Josh, if this Josh Gordon thing is going right. to take longer than they expect. That's the That's problem That's the only right reason why I could see them getting Bryant is if Gordon really can't play for a while. Jake, you know what else I would worry about with this? I worry about if I'm, if I'm, if I'm like myself, if you're a guy that's looking to draft Des Bryant, it's kind of almost like as if, okay, I'm in on Des, but then again, you might get to week six or week seven, and then you got uh, Baker Mayfield throwing the ball to Des, and I'm like, I, I, at that point, I'm, I'm sour on it because Des Bryant, oh, no. needs, Des Bryant needs a quarterback willing to throw the 50-50 ball. Tyrod Taylor will throw the 50-50 ball. Young quarterback, Jake, is not going to want to throw the 50-50 ball because he don't want to turn the football over. Uh, apparently, you don't watch enough of Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is not scared of a 50-50 ball. Good. Baker Mayfield could be even better than Tyrod Taylor is for Des Bryant. Okay. That's interesting. All right, so that's He cool. is very confident. You feel what? So what would you do? Uh, me, me and Baker? Or just Baker? Baker. And you. Hey, <laughs> I, I actually, I would love it if Baker was starting week one for everybody on this team. I, I'm a fan of Tyrod Taylor, but we'd be realistic about playing the quarterback position. If Baker's even close to how Tyrod is playing, just put Baker in there. Just get him out there and get him rolling because he will be definitively better. But if Cleveland wants to be safe, you keep Tyrod out there because they got all these new weapons. Let's see how that pans out first. They should be a good offense with Tyrod Taylor as a safe quarterback that he is, and he could run the ball very well. So I think that it's a safer bet to go with Tyrod Taylor. All right, 844 Let's get ready to pop the seal on the telephone lines of the day and out to my man KJ in Boise. KJ, what's good with you? 
Hey, not too much, not too much. How you doing, Corey, man? Good show, man. I love this show. Thank you. I appreciate you, KJ. It's hot as hell in this studio. <laughs> Legit. Oh, what man, you... I'm feeling it, too, in Idaho, actually. I can imagine so. I've never been to Idaho, but I can imagine it gets pretty warm out there. Uh, it's just like Oregon, just with more potatoes. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's glad to hear. How can we help you? Give me your, uh, give me your, give me, if you got a draft question, give me your league format or how many you start and stuff. Just give me the whole rundown. What you got? Okay, okay. Well, this is actually just a little bit. I like to try, I like to follow the show, but I never get in here. So I've actually got a couple leagues I'm in where the scoring format is different. It's all full point PPR, but with bonuses to long TDs. Okay. And higher penalties on interceptions. Okay. Um, but the biggest unique part of it is there's a half point per first down in pass, Jesus. rush, and reception. Half point for first down. Um, you know what Correct. you know what you need for this right here? You need the um the, the, the final standings of last year's Scott Fishbowl when they had the the, the the point put a first down. So now this is interesting. This is, is all the same league. You get extra points for long, long touchdowns. What does that mean? Long touchdowns. So, like, well, how many yards? Scores of, so, of so anything, anything that's over 40 yards okay. to 80 yards, and then 80 yards and over is an extra six. So it's like two touchdowns in one. Mm, I hate that. I, I do, too. Mm, yeah. Because it, 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 makes it, it makes it difficult for people. It, it got a little bit bonus happy. It's, it's, it's trying to keep the game interesting, but to a certain point, then you're just trying to raise points. But this Jake. is kind of what we're dealing with. So... So the draft becomes harder when you're trying to predict who's better on an accurate deep ball, say a Matthew Stafford, over somebody like a Sam Bradford. No, it's, really it's still too much guessing weeks, game. But it's, it's just short time. No, it's too much of a guessing game still. Too much of a guessing game still? Yeah. See, you, know, you, can do all you, you can do all you want. I've, I've looked at, I've tried to break that down last year for teams and quarterbacks with plays of 20 plus and 40 plus, and there's no statistical bait like there's no there's no track to follow there's it's you know yes well, you can so say the, guys who, you can you can look yeah, you can argue for all you want I, i'm not trying i'm not telling you to change your league setting i'm just saying oh, there's no, no predictability not. where you can go out there and say this is you know i well, want this guy because he's definitively more likely to give 40 plus yards so the quarterback thing was just kind of giving you an idea of the bonuses in the format, but right, the first right. down, the half point for the first down, what I'm asking is, is that incentivize you to, to try to get the third down back, the one who's going to be in there to get that, those chains moving in those situations? Does that kind of move them up in your rankings a bit, or does everything kind of just pan out the same? No, no, no. This is the Corey's point when you look at the Scott Fishbowl is you actually want – you start looking at snap counts. You want to find the bell cow. You definitely want a bell cow running back because you want somebody in there for all three downs because first downs can come on any play. Uh, the, but to your point, right. when you start looking at your building your bench, then you start looking at if Deontay Foreman, if there's a good example. If he was ready for week one, he would get a boost because he's more likely to be in there on third downs than Lamar Miller is in short yardage. So that he gets a little bit of boost if you're trying to decide between him and maybe a theoretic, something like that. So that's where you start to get those guys into play. And then you start looking at the same thing for receivers. Look at the third down snap counts and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the guys that are possession receivers that catch a lot of balls and get first downs for their team, reliable receivers snap, are going to get boosted a little bit. Snap counts are important. Thank us a lot, KJ, and good luck with that. Let me ask you this, Jake. What about tight ends in that format? No, there's no, no, there's no, 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 that's yeah. urban legend. You, you're just going to want tight ends that are out there for snap counts. Like, I think the best, perfect example. Right. Go ahead. I think the best way to do it really honestly is to just, like you said, get your bell cow 
And draft it like a regular draft. Pretty much. Yeah, that's the best bet. The way you, don't overthink it. And I got an idea for a better way of doing the long touchdown thing. Why don't you just make it where if a guy rushes for 100 yards, he gets an extra three points. Guy uh, receives for 100 yards, he gets an extra three points. That's a much no, easier still, way. Still, it's bonus points. It's just so you get screwed if the guy only gets 99. I, not, yes, yes, you get to the guy. A lot of a lot of people do that, and I just I, stop with the bonus points. If people want, I just had this debate before we came on the show with somebody. Of course, we're like, oh, PPR is the way to go unless you enjoy box scores of forty-three to forty-two, which is a stupid argument, anyways, and just more proof that people just want bigger scores. You want bigger scores? Then give a point and a half for every ten yards rushing. Give two points for every ten yards rushing. Give more points to the yards, which is what we get so mad about when one person scores a six. Six-point touchdown and offsets the guy that ran for 60 and didn't get a touchdown. Give more points to the yards if you really want higher scoring. And there you go right there. See, uh, listen, I respect everybody's league and the scoring and stuff like that. I would say a league like this, you're playing a league like this with these bonuses, it's probably best to play this style of format as a best ball or a draft champion style league because trying to set this lineup every week is going to be rough. Oh, my God. Can you imagine on a Sunday morning, hungover, trying to figure out do I play Deonta Foreman or do I play Deion Lewis and this week and that week? And ah, I don't have time for that. My Sunday mornings are meant for calling the Uber to get the young lady safely back to her destination. <laughs> Fantasy Football Friends, the FNTSY Radio. My man Emory Hunt coming up in a little bit. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my Lord. What is... People don't care about me in this joint. I had to bring the fan over here. Soon as the segment come in, I knock the fan off the damn off the damn tape off the damn table, and now you can hear the fan in the microphone. So it sounds like I'm broadcasting from a windstorm, like I'm in the Triumph video. Turn it a little dun, bit dun, so it's not pointed dun, right dun, at dun, the dun, dun, dun. <laughs> frozen tundras of yes. Soldier Field. Here we go, the frozen tundra of Studio 34. You can hear the wind blowing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Soldier Field in Chicago. <laughs> hey, it's not going to work. With the, it's not going to work, y'all. I just got to sit up in this joint and burn up for four hours a day. Instead of at the microphone. How do I do that, Jaday? Because it's still, you're going to catch a little reverberation. See? I'm back in Soldier Field. (laughs) (laughs) This wind is going crazy in Soldier Field. (laughs) Look, no, no, no. Turn it more towards you. Okay. And tilt it down. That's a little bit better. Better? Bounces then it's off going, the wall. Then it's just going. But, yeah, I'm not, just not doing anything if I turn it down. So move it to your right. Still here right there. <laughs> move it to my right. Hold on. No, no, no. Just right and directly in front of you. <laughs> oh, just put it in front of my face. All right. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense, too. All right. Oh, that works. This, this Jake Seeley is. I still hear it. Low. You still hear it? Yeah. I is got it, but is it still, is it like. It's light. 
Does it? It's not like Soldier you can Field. Barely no. hear it. Okay, good. Well, good. And the people on the fourth floor, let me know if it sounds terrible. Oh, okay. I'll do that. Okay. All right. Cool. Got you. Thank you very much, PJ. Oh, now Jake does an excellent job with like stuff like this. You feel what I'm saying? Smart. You know what I mean? Because I would have been struggling with this thing all day. <laughs> I got engineers in my family. Oh, you got He has engineers in his family. So there you go, right there. Jake, I get the, the idea. Jeans. I get the feeling, Jake, that you're not a morning person. Uh, I mean, what do you mean? I, yeah, I don't think you're a morning guy because I've heard you and Dane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I've heard, and I, and I come time I come in, you know, before I again prep for Carton and friends. I'm on the fourth floor, and I'm like, Dane is the Jake. Jake is not a morning guy. You know, I don't. It's nothing personal, right? Jake is just not a morning guy, right? Is that is that what it is, Jake? Because Jake Dane would be like, "Good morning," and Jake would be like, "Ah, right, what's up?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, like. Uh, we, uh, are we doing this again? You know what I'm saying? Dane's still got tons of energy in the morning. J- Dane is flying off the handle. Coffee, yeah. Red Bull, all of that, Jake. You kind of seem to be like, you know what? Like, please, can we wake me up at noon? Jake, you're just not a morning guy. Is, is, is it a beef with you and Dane, or are you just not a no. morning guy? It's the combination. Like, I, I think Dane's got more energy than I'll ever have, even if we were doing an afternoon show. True. I mean, that's just that's just a fact. This is, so it's the, that personality mix. And then, yeah, you know, doing 7, 8 o'clock. It would honestly matter if it was 10 o'clock just earlier in the day like this is why i don't work out earlier in the day i work out in the mid-afternoon like it's, it's, people peak at different points of the day I, I definitely don't peak before 11 o'clock okay okay so that's that's good that's maybe what it 10. is maybe 10 you can drink some red bulls i don't, I don't jake's not a red bull guy jake is a, is a health nut uh, is he no, all of a sudden i hear he's I'll, going I'll drink, to the gym i'll drink some monsters Okay. There I mean, you go. All of a sudden, I've been, I've been I've had no home gym for the last ten <laughs> years. All of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, Ventra. Ventra, you you go to the gym? I used to. Yeah, not no more. I've been I've been slacking. I was with a cat from Zavarian the other day. How much do oh. you think I could do with dumbbells in each hand and a bench press? In a bench press? Uh, dumbbells, individual dumbbells yeah. in each hand. Forty, forty-five. Yeah, get the. F- I oh, can't hear. I'll tell you that. He said 40, 45. No. Keep going. Higher? Yeah. 55, 60? No, keep going. 70? Keep going. Come on. 80, 85, 90? Yeah. No, nobody believes me. I, I have one of my best friends made me go prove it to him. I could do three sets of eight with 85 in each hand. That's pretty hefty. I'll give you that. That's I know. Good. I don't. Show I want to see it though. A, I won't. A, I won't believe grower, it till I see it. Oh, he's, oh, growing not a shower. Look at that. <laughs> Learn something Break, every day. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of my best friends who is in town, and he he lives in Cincinnati now. And we were just. I don't even remember how we got in the conversation. I think we were talking about the fact that I've always struggled bicep wise. Like bicep wise, I could only do probably like 40, 45. I, I've I've always struggled there. But we started getting onto it, and I told him that. And I was like, maybe if I'm feeling great on a day, I could get three sets of eight with 90. He was like, oh, no, there's no way. I can see it on you. You don't have that. And we had to go back to my house and I have to show him. What can you curl? Dumbbells. That's what I just said. 40, 45, maybe. In each 40, hand. 45? I got to see this to believe this. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's, that's heavy. That much. No, it's pretty heavy. That's 40, 45. I just got breaking news from Fantasy Pros. Uh, number one ranker Jake Seeley is being suspended for performance enhancing drugs. Is this true? <laughs> <laughs> is this true, Jake? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. This, this, He's like, juicing awesome. for sure. I don't, have, my, I don't have that big of guns. I'm trying to get to. There you go. There you They're not go. Not that big. Not, that not bad. Big. Not bad. 
That's not forty forty five though. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> That's, I, I, like I said, I can do it. I, it doesn't look like I can. All right, so there you go. There you we go. got this out the way. So uh, before we get to Emory, let me get to my man Stefan in the Barbados. Stefan, what's uh? Oh wait a minute, Stefan. Yeah, let's get to Steph in the Barbados. Let me get to E. Steph, what up? Hey, what's up, guys? Ain't not much chilling. How you doing, bro? Nothing, just listening to how strong, strong Jake is. It's, it's, it's very, it's, <laughs> they, they think the fantasy pros people, they gave him number one accuracy, but they think he might be on performance enhancers. What we got, Steph? <laughs> Not much. Uh, I was just coming back to y'all. With, I, I asked, asked a question before, right? Mm-hmm. But I just wanted your opinion. Because I feel like if there, cause for me, I'm, I'm going running back, running back this year. Like, I really feel strong about that. Yeah. But I feel like if there's still good receivers, in that fourth and fifth round that you can get, okay, you know, to bolster your receiver group. So I just wanted to get your take on that again because I'm really still toying with the idea and it's bugging with me, but I still want to just get, your, you know, your guys' opinion. Yeah, no, you talking about going running back, running back to start, and I think you can live with wide receivers in that round. Now, listen, T.Y. Hilton may very well have a monster ADP jump once uh, him and Andrew Luck get to clicking, that's something that you could see happen. That could change. That could change it on draft day. But it's still, and now you now you eliminate Josh Gordon from that area also now too. But I, you still got Allen Robinson in that area. He comes to mind immediately. I don't mind him. Um, if you go running back, running back early. Who else is in that area, Jake? That you think? Um, I got a draft board right here. Hold on, I tell you right now, Jack. Um, still got. Why am I looking at Cooper Cup? That's too high for Cooper Cup. You're saying Cup. instead of T.Y. Hilton, I'm taking T.Y. Hilton. Every no, no, no. Time. I believe t- I'm not. I'm, I'm rolling with you, but I'm trying to give. Um, I'm trying to give Steph some more names of uh, running okay. and uh, wide receivers in that area. Amari Mike Co- Evans has been going. Mike, Mike Evans has been going around there. A lot of people are pushing him down. So you got Mike Evans in that area. Uh, Brandon Cook. I don't, I don't like Mike Evans in Seattle. Okay, me. you know I, I, I see. Play. There you go. There's people. I don't know why people don't like Mike Evans. So you could t- go. You could go with Doug Baldwin in that range. Um, you know who else, Steph? Uh, Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas yeah, is solid. Is, is Demarius Thomas. What range are we talking? And that third, that third, fourth, fifth range, he starts running back, running back. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Golden Tate, some of the other names that are living in there. Jake, you don't think, do, do we have uh, uh, wide receivers? Uh, Brandon Cooks, Golden Tate live in that area. Um, Will Fuller, Sammy Watkins, Chris Hogan. Uh, Marvin Jones, those are some of the dudes. J- Jameson Crowder, maybe a little bit later on, around the two, a little bit later on. But you definitely, if you go RB, RB to start, you're not going to have a hard time filling out your wide receiver core. What do you think, Ventra? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Sammy Watkins, we said that? Yeah. Uh, um, guys like that, Marvin Jones, Jarvis Landry. I mean, Landry. What do you think about earlier. the strategy for, 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 uh, for, uh, for the homie Steph all together going running back, running back? In the first two rounds? Yeah. Uh, I would I would do it if you could get two bell cow type running backs. I'd do it because you could still get good receivers. But your receivers isn't going to be as good as other teams. Steph, That's the only problem. Steph, what's, what? Okay. Wait, let me what, ask one more question. Uh, go ahead. First, let me ask you a question. Do you know where you're drafting from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm drafting number nine and a twelve team wrong. All right, twelve ninth team. pick and a like twelve team. So like you're looking like a, Mel- a Melvin Gordon, Devontae Freeman, Melvin Gordon, Christian McCaffrey type thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I would try to get some catches out that running back, too, since you're going to go, uh, you know, since you're going to wait on the wide receiver. What's your next question? And I got to get no to problem. my man Emery at Giants camp. Yeah, no problem. The, the question was, if you, if you like Devontae Freeman at that second pick, do you think he's that good at the second pick if he's around in the second round? Oh, yes. yeah. No, you, you no doubt about it. If he plays 16 games, you're going to get an RB1, as, as Jake said yesterday. The problem is he's more than likely going to play 13. The rub with Freeman is – 
these concussions start to pile up. For two years ago, he missed one game. Last year, he missed two games. This year, let's just say he missed three games, or he hits the IR, or he gets two this season, and they wrap him up for the rest of the season. Tevin Coleman, a little bit later on, in years in the past, not the best bet, but Jake, I think Tevin Coleman as the handcuff for Freeman this year is something I'm much more interested in doing. It's been the first year that I said, yeah, I'm with you, that Tevin Coleman feels like a better investment for that reason. I still want three running backs before I get to him, yeah. uh, so there's a good chance. I've, I haven't got him in a ton of places because a lot of people are drafting him as their third running back who went wide receiver heavy to start. Um, so it really just kind of depends on, but I, I'm willing to take that investment just of what you said because the Freeman situation is such a big risk, and if he goes down, Tevin Coleman, granted, might not be a top 10 running back, but with that kind of volume, he'll be at least in the top 15 or 16. All right, I want to get to Emory right now. He's out there at New York Giant Camp. Right. Uh, so hey, good looking out, Steph. We'll holler at you, my man. Uh, stay up. Uh, e, what's going on with you, brother? We got Emory? We got him. I don't hear E. What's going on? E, what up with you? How's everything going, my man? Everything is cool, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. I mean, we'd love to, love to have you. We I saw your tweet a little bit earlier that you were out there at New York Giants camp today. Um, one of the people I saw addressed and take the podium right off the rip was uh, you know, obviously the quarterback, Eli Manning. Many people thought that this day would not come for Eli Manning in a New York Giant uniform starting another season. Um, once again, you get big change. Obviously, you got Pat Sherman as the head coach. You got Saquon Barkley in the backfield. What was Eli Manning's kind of tone of talking about his grasp on a new offense, working with Barkley and working with Sherman? Well, he's excited about the new opportunity, and it's funny because when you have that situation where you're 37 years old and you've been in the league for a very long time, you kind of find new ways to challenge yourself. But when you have a coaching change and an offense change, um, you kind of it kind of does that for you. So he's excited about it. He talked about a little, having a little bit more freedom. He spoke about that in the OTAs, but now more so in training camp. Um, and he's just excited about the new weapons. He talked about how having Sterling Shepard in, in the offense and being able to move him around as far as playing on the outside as well as playing in the slot. Remember, he came into uh, Studio 34 on draft night and, and talked about how people I, sleep on his ability to play outside. I don't remember uh, so that. Eli spoke to that. Oh, I, I bet you don't remember. <laughs> I remember because I, I asked the question. <laughs> and so he answered my question, but he uh, – but, yeah, so now they're moving him around. Then Evan Ingram came up to the podium, talked about being able to be moved around in this offense, a lot more freedom. So that's a common theme uh, so far from the veterans that were at the podium. All right, Emery. So the other one that I saw early on, and I saw you actually tweet about it too, it was Evan Ingram when he was out there talking about the things he learned by watching his own tape, which is always great to see a player doing it. Well, did you get a sense from him that we could see an uptick in improvement this year, maybe from an efficiency standpoint, given his, his few struggles despite how much volume he saw last year? Yeah, he talked about that after the after the video. spoke about how much weight he's gained. He's up to 241. He said he feels comfortable there. He said, you know, towards the end of the season, uh, things start to slow down for him. And he spoke about how that well, – he'll use that to help Saquon Barkley – in his transition as a rookie. So I think from just a, you know, playing speed standpoint, from a, from a little nuance as far as like how to run certain routes against certain coverages, when he sees certain things, he could be a little bit more prepared for, uh, you know, what's going to happen and what the, the, the defense is trying to do to him. And he's getting in, you know, in a better position. So he said once he had all that stuff down pat, the season was over. But now going into 
OTAs, going into training camp now, and subsequently the preseason, he's going to play a lot better. He he's going to play a lot faster because he now understands what it takes to be a pro. Hey, I'm Emory. It's uh, Chris Ventra. How you doing? What's up, Chris? <laughs> What's up? So, listen, uh, have you heard anything about the Giants' defense? The last couple of years... Um, two years ago, they were a great defense. Last year, they were lackluster. They didn't perform. I, I feel like they way underperformed. Uh, guys like Landon Collins, Janoris Jenkins were not the same players. Now you have the addition of Alec Ogletree on, in the linebacker corps. Vernon's fully healthy. What do you Have you heard anything about this D? Does it look good? Uh, uh, is everybody healthy? Well, Olivier Vernon spoke at the podium today. And, and keep in mind, full disclosure, the veterans, just start to sign, uh, you know, check in today and tomorrow the full team practices. So we only got to see rookies practice mm-hmm. today. So Vernon was on the podium and spoke about how, you know, he's excited about the defense as far as what it can help him do as far as get more opportunities just to rush the passer. And, and they really talked about keeping it simple. Um, and that's one benefit of the 3-4 defense. You know, you really don't necessarily have – some coaches can get creative and create you know, certain responsibilities, additional responsibilities for, for their players. But from what Olivier Vernon talked about, this defense will be attack, attack, attack. And that's going to yield itself to him getting a lot more sacks, a lot more pressures, and hopefully a lot more turnovers for this defense. So everyone's excited about it. Ogletree talked about teaming up with B.J. Goodson and uh, those two guys fighting for tackles and uh, how many tackles they're going to get behind his defense front three. Uh, so it's going to be an exciting defense to see play out. Uh, granted, we just had one injury today. Uh, we don't. Um, it's funny the whole media group kind of find out about the Sam Bill injury at the same time on Twitter from ESPN. Like, wait a minute, the dude just out here this morning. How did he get hurt? And now that uh, they they broke the news that he's out for the season. So interesting. Already one guy down. Fifty-three uh, more to go. So, but we'll we'll see. Uh, but as long as everybody's healthy, I do think the defense should be vastly improved. They have a lot more athleticism on the perimeter, and the addition of Connor Baldwin gives them more veteran depth and leadership uh, on the outside. Nice. E, um, who else? Anybody else come to the podium today, E? Alec Ogletree, Olivier Vernon, Eli Manning, and Evan Ingram. That was a, that was a four. Um, and we also had Coach Sherman who spoke at Nordium about. Odell Beckham's contract that everybody kept asking. So that's that. That's the guy I wanted to talk to you about, and we'll, and we'll close it down on that. Was uh was Coach Shermer, our uh, new head coach out there for the New York Giants? Number one, did he give an update on the offensive line? And number two, what's the latest with Odell Beckham? He loves the offensive line. Talks about how guys are coming in and grasping with what's going on, and and really hoping that group can hit the ground running, especially on the left side with Hernandez and, and Nate Solder. Um, as far as Odell Beckham doing his contract, he just kind of kept it at, at minimum, like he expected to be here playing. Uh, you know, he, he wants to keep everything. This was a, a point he made 15 times in, in that Q&A session with the, with the media. He wants to keep everything strictly focused on football. So he was using that answer for the Odell Beckham contract and when people started asking him about the national anthem. Oh, yeah, that's not, and the national anthem thing. My God, can we get past this already? <laughs> hey, E, is, um, I know you're out there with the New York Giants and the New York Giants media. Is, um, is that lovely, that lovely, sweet, young thing, uh, Taylor Rooks from SNY, is she out there today? So you're trying to get my press credentials revoked, right? <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful piece of brown sugar, E, is she out there today? 
few ones in out there today, but they were, um, you know, the, what, I, what, what I will say about the Giants media, and I've been to, you know, Giants, Philly, I'll be out, uh, Philly, I'll be out uh, in Cleveland uh, next week with the Browns and um, Redskins. I've been to a lot of different camps. I, I got, I got media. thirty they seconds. Great job. No Taylor Rooks. I said they're doing a great job, Giants Media. Put it that way. Okay, oh, E not going to give me the scoop. I'll just say it since E can't say it. If you see her out there, send her towards the fantasy executive. You say it. <laughs> That's my man E coming up from uh, from New York Giant Camp. Good looking out, E. When we come back, we head back to the telephone lines and back to the All-In Kids team. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Yeah. Wu-Tang Clank, protect your necks. Let it ride a little bit, uh, PJ. And that might be Young Mike on the one and twos down there. 844-843-6879. Only got a few minutes to go, so need to get you on the telephone lines right now. I see you looking at me, old girl. Yeah, it's fantasy executive over here. Anyway, Roto Experts exclusive edge package for 2018. Live and lit. Head on over there right now. You get the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. You get his rankings from right now all the way through the end of week 17. He's the accuracy expert. He's the best in the business at it. So if you want to win, like me, you need to get down with Roto Experts exclusive edge for 2018. Venture, I think you and Scott, you you and Scott been working on what um you got to write for this joint too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, I got to do rankings, obviously. Yeah. Submit those and just players. I'm going to highlight that I like that okay. I think are great value. Picks. All right, cool. Jake, you ever think like you know how this time of year, I almost like look at July, early August as. Us dudes that do what we do, fantasy analysts, fantasy football analysts, as our training camp, would you ever be the tight way if, like, they didn't have let, – let, let's just say hypothetically because we're all taking care of lovely. But if you ever think that you would be the type where you would be like, um, like you know what, we're getting close to the season, and Scott's like, yo, Jake, I need your rankings, yada, 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 and you'd be like, yo, Scott, I'm holding out until I get until they get my money right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't know that. And not in this business because yeah. – and they'll be like, all right, we'll go find this. <laughs> yeah. the, the next expert ranker. <laughs> Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Yeah. Yeah, like he's play, he's we'll go, just like we'll that. go find number 17. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, full disclosure, I would hold out. Yeah, I'm just letting y'all know. I would hold out. I'm just letting y'all know. Are you telling me to hold out? Is that you're giving me career advice? I'm, I'm not telling you to hold out, Jake. I'm just saying if they weren't taking care of me, I'd be like, run me my money or else I'm holding am, out. Am I Le'Veon Bell? over here there you go i'm like y'all not gonna see me till week one but he better be ready for week one <laughs> i'd be ready for gotta week be one. ready for week one. i would be ready for week one too i wouldn't let y'all go through the season without me you feel what i'm saying <laughs> but the draft stuff i'd be like you're on your own until they put the pressure on the people to run me my bag cut me my check or i'm not showing up for the, I was for ready the preseason for week one in march Corey. oh there you go jake wow. i love it <laughs> my, my battery just died did you see the tweet that they Wonderful. just put out <laughs> I'm laughing at it. Who, who, who that? Who the, our, the people that we work with? Uh, network, yeah. They they clipped the whole thing with the arm and said, uh, "I was coming, uh, showing you guys this today. <laughs> the guns." Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice job, uh, Venture. Take over right quick while I plug in my computer. Take over right quick. 
What are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> anything that any, anything on that you heard from from Emory that interests you? Well, the defense is what interests me. I know it's not fantasy relevant, but it is because the Giants two years ago were actually a very relevant fantasy defense. They did a lot of work. They had a lot of interceptions. Jenkins was a lockdown corner. All of a sudden, last year, the first few games, they were very good, the defense, but the offense was terrible. And then the defense just gave up after a while. It's kind of like they I just gave up on the coach. Yeah, well, they gave up on McAdoo. And then, and then, and then they gave, I, I agree. Then they gave up on McAdoo, number one. And number two, they were on the The offense was so pitiful. Exactly. They were on the field. And at some point, they was like, well, Jesus Christ, we tired. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I do think the defense can be one of the strengths of this team. I'm glad uh, e, um, from, from what E was saying, Sherma feels good about the offensive line, Jake. As a fan and an analyst, do you feel good about the O-line? No. Yeah, it's yeah, tough. They're, they're trying to make Eric Flowers work at right tackle, and the thing was this Eric Flowers last year was actually very good. Not very good. He was <laughs> quite good in pass blocking, but that was only because they changed his stance and made him drop his left foot, which ended up making him terrible at a run blocker. So it's just you're you're fixing one flaw to, to create another. Like people who talk about trades and fantasy sometimes. Like why are you going to fill one hole and you're just going to create another by doing so? It just doesn't do anything. You're still net the same. So I don't know that Eric Flowers is going to work over there. They have the concern with the center that might be uh, Brett Jones, who's supposed to be taking over, but he's potentially losing out to Hal Pio. And that's a concern that, that that's really going to happen. And then they have somebody who graded very poorly from the Jaguars. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Who's coming in is supposed to be their right guard. Patrick Omamane. Yeah, oh, I, that's the thing is I don't know I don't know how to say his last name. Oh, yeah. Monday, yeah, something oh, like that. So no, you can't feel <laughs> you can't feel great about the offensive line. Yes, it's definitely better than last year with the addition of Solder and Hernandez, but it's not all of a sudden going to be a top yeah. 10, 15 unit. The right side is still weak. John Jerry isn't very good, but it's good. It's a huge thing that Flowers went from the left tackle, which is Eli's blind side, to the right tackle. That's a huge thing, and now you got Solder there. So maybe he'll get some protection, Eli Manning. I love it. For once in his, well, well, you know, well since 2007. He's got, he got a couple of championships. He's, yes, so yes. He's, he's had some good O-lines in the past. Dave so. Deal. Chris the, Snee. What's your, what's your David, David Deal and David all those Deal, dudes. David Deal, Chris Snee, all those guys. Been around yeah. for a long time. Um, they love those dudes in um in New York and New Jersey area. So, Rich Sobert. Oh, you remember all them cats. You oh, was, I'm a Dunhaw you know, Giants fan. So you was on, all over that offensive line doing those championship years. Oh, yeah. You know them dudes now? Dude, do you not see them dudes now? You don't know them because they stink. Is we do we still got Bob in Vermont? <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Bob. Is Bob there? I guess not. Bob, I don't understand when I'm I talk. Here. Uh, thank you, Bob. But when I talk to people on the fourth floor, they don't talk back. They're chilling. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> They're not supposed to be chilling. They're supposed to be working for me. <laughs> Corey, how you doing? I, Bob, I'm sorry. Bob, I was venting a little bit. Bob, how you doing today, my man? What's good with you? Good. Logan gets to sit in some of these seats over there. Isn't he lucky? Yeah, look at that. He gets to sit in, Mich- in Michelle's chair. In, 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 in Michelle's I chair. Know. How about that? Now, that your Michelle is your girl, too. Jealous. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm don't be jealous. Don't be jealous, Bob. Bob, let me ask you a question. But he's a cool guy. I like him. He's a cool guy. Thank you, I Bob. Like so are you. Awesome. Yeah, we we yeah. like Ventra, we like you too, Bob. But Bob, I got I I I got a beef with you, Bob, because I heard you was talking to Kim Jones on WFAN. How, what what's up with that? Yeah, that was I told you I was lonely that day. I told oh, you. Oh, you were lonely. You were lonely that day. I I can I can hear you, Bob. What I'm gonna do? I for- saw my daughter during the day, and she stays at her mother's house. She doesn't come over to my house to sleep over. She stays at her mother's house. Oh, so your daughter she chill with you like in the daytime, or whatever. 
and then she go back to her mom yeah. crib at night. Okay. Yeah, because she's uh, you know, she likes her mother. She clings to her mother. And she clings to her mother. Well, yeah, that, yeah they, they normally do that. You know what I'm saying, Bob? So if you, I don't, you have two kids, you said? I got two kids. I got a son that's 17 years old. He's grown just about, you know what I'm saying? 17? You don't look that old to have a 17-year-old. I got an early start. How old are you? Well, Bob, that's personal. I'm almost, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost 50. I'm 28. So, um... Younger than me. Oh, well, that's not bad. <laughs> With a 17-year-old son. Wait a minute. How can you be 28 your son is 17? Bob, it's all, Bob. You had a kid at 11? Bob, listen, them things start forming early, Bob. Um, but no, nah, but I'm, I'm just tripping. Oh. Anyway, Bob, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm somewhere yeah. in between you and Jake, so just put it like that. Um, Bob, I got an idea right. for you. I saw a, yeah. if you go on the FNTSY YouTube channel, right, Bob? My man Frankie Stanford, yep. right? He got these videos. Yeah, I saw his thing there on Monday you night, go. right? There you go. There you go. What I want you to do, Bob, is Frank Stanford has yeah. videos breaking down of how to draft from each spot. So when you get in our fantasy football yeah. frenzy league, I want you, I just want you to follow Frank Stanford's blueprint, and then this way you'll be ready to rock and roll yep. for you, Bob. All right? Yeah, he's very good, and that guy's leaving the show. Michael's leaving the show too. Yeah, that's right, I'm gonna Mike. Miss yeah, Michael. I'm going to miss Michael too. I've known Michael. Uh, I'm calling him Michael now. <laughs> I've known Florio for a very long Mike, time. And then Mike, and then yeah, Mike. I'm, I'm a, he's a good kid. Uh, no, he's, yeah, he is a good Great kid. Guy. I'm gonna give him a game ball at some point this week. Um, you know what I mean, and wish him farewell. And moving okay. on to bigger and better things, Bob. But uh, no, he, they're, they're good. They're good dudes, and everybody should definitely go check out their work. As a matter of fact, they'll be coming up with Greg next on the Best Friends Forever, Bob. Right, I know. I talk to Greg all the time. He's a funny guy too. Yeah, Greg's a cool cat too. But you guys are not on the weekend. That's why I had to call her on the weekend. We'll be popping up more throughout the course of the weekend. You'll see more of us throughout the course of the weekend, Bob, as we push closer to the season, and then definitely once we get in the season. Yeah. Because this will be your first year playing fantasy football, Bob. So you're gonna need somebody to answer your lineup questions on Sunday morning. And I got the right guy for you. His name is Jake Seely. There you go. Oh, yeah, that guy, yeah, isn't he with the, uh, like, the Giants? He does like the Giants. He's the accuracy expert, and he likes the Giants, Bob. Yeah, you talk to him all the time. He's at that's the, my with, man. He's at that little room. Yep, that's he's my man. That's my man. He's in that room. He's in that little room, that's little room over there. Nah, he's a cool cat. All right, well, Bob, I'm going to wrap where he lives, I mean, that's his, yeah. Well, no, it's a, it's, that's an area where of he, the big, it's, it's, a, it's a palatial estate that he stays in. That little area is his broadcast area, though, Bob. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Okay, Bob, we wrap with you. Thank you. Oh, Sean Angle's on the mic. I don't understand. This is the only show on... The, no, 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 because I'm sick of this. I'm not honestly speaking. I'm sick of this. Because, see, when my man... Let me tell you something. When my man Don Burns was here last year, right, I knew every time, go back and forth to break, I had Don Burns in my ear. Now, at one minute, it's PJ. Next minute, it's Sean Angle. Next minute, it's Florio. Next minute, it's some voice I don't even recognize or know. Can I just get... I just want one consistent voice in my ear. I just want somebody, one person making love to my ear. When it changes up so much, I don't know what the hell is going on. Feel what I'm saying? Feel oh, what I'm, I'm saying? I'm here for you, Corey. I know you're here for me, but are you going to be here for me tomorrow, Sean? Well, I'll be here tomorrow, too. There you go. <laughs> All right, there, there you, you go. Have. Jesus. <laughs> Jake, is Des Bryant going to sign this thing with Cleveland, or you think he's going to wait out on a contender? Uh, I think he's just trying to get some noise where he can, and maybe, you know, I don't, I don't, get the, get the I don't ball think rolling. happen anytime soon, yeah. Get the ball rolling. 
What do you think of the Yankees? What do you think of the Yankees bringing in Zach Britton? I think it was a lot to pay for a rental, but now I, I, they still need a starter. Yeah, that's the truth. But the fact is, at least now they can throw things out there at the fifth inning and go to the bullpen. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way we play in baseball now. We, oh yeah, we, we, we go, pretty soon we're going to be going to the bullpen in the fourth inning. The game's locked up after like the sixth inning. Locked about, up. The thing about that is, and this is the fantasy football frenzy. After a while, it's going to have to change because people, the pitchers are not going to be getting money they deserve, and that's not going to be a good look. Um, and there you go, right there. Eight four four eight four three six eight. We got to get ready to hop but over. That just again pr- proves how big of a joke the Mets are. Why you say that? Jay? I mean, because Britain is definitively better than Familia, but you got a top ten prospect from one of the deepest prospect pools in all of baseball with Tate, and for the Yankees, who's probably top hundred overall. The Mets get some no name schlub just to get rid of three million dollars. If you're a baseball team, especially in New in York, Queens, if you're yep. a baseball team, period, and $3 million matters that much to you, this problems. The, you should not own a baseball team. There you go right there. Jake, your quarterback in pros versus Joe's, Andrew Luck and Ben Roethlisberger. Why, how, uh, explain that duo to me right there. That's the first time I've owned Ben Roethlisberger. That's the only format I'll own Ben Roethlisberger. Nice. I'm happy to take the risk on Andrew Luck at this point. Obviously, come week one, I mean, this could blow up in my face, and Andrew Luck could be subpar for the first four games, but Roethlisberger should hopefully be able to cover that for his home games. Like, eight of his games are going to be averaging over 300 yards and two touchdowns. So Ben Roethlisberger in this format, where I know I just get his best games and I don't worry about the road miserableness, I, I, I have no problem with this in this format. Yeah. What do you think of that cornerback combination for the all-in kid, Ventra? I, I think Ben Roethlisberger is like the best backup you could have because there's certain games where he's just going to put up, you know, 35 fantasy points. for Like, he, he just puts up huge numbers at home, especially, like you said. And then you also have the safe pick with Sam Bradford as your third quarterback. I like that. That's like a safer guy. He's not going to throw too many picks. Yeah. So he's got a good combo of players and Andrew Luck with the major upside. So you did go with that. Hey, I love this comment in the chat. The man Sherm says, Bob, please join my money league. You want me in the first round? You like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jake. Hey, don't, don't sleep on Bob. By August 20th, he might be well-rounded. I told Bob what to do. Watch the video breakdowns that Stanford got a how to draft from each position and Bob will not embarrass himself. Exactly. And then on Sunday morning when he call up, we'll just got to help him out on that. Jake can do that. Exactly. The deeper rounds are going to be tough for him. No, don't start making promises for me. I'm not going to do. You're not going. You're not, <laughs> Jake, we on the show on Sunday. Scott, why are you yelling at me? I mean, Sean yelling at me in my ear like that. YouTube, uh, Sean Angle said I have to sign off now. So catch the replay. Don't forget the, um, the, uh, the on target. Sean Angle the, says you all suck. <laughs> the On Target podcast on Apple iTunes, rate and review. I think that's what Jake said, rate and review. Good looking out, YouTube chat. We'll be back tomorrow for a Thursday edition. And then I'm going to go back to Jake. Jake, you see, what you got to understand, right? We do this for cats like Bob. The, the, like, I understand a lot of our people are novice, but Bob is extremely novice. Yeah. He's looking for Eli yeah, but, in the first round. That's fine, but we, we got only a limited. We've only got a three-hour show on Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why he's got two months right now. <laughs> well, he's got we got some time. Not to get even him two right. months actually. But the first thing, and listen, that's not just for Bob, y'all. That's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that you know is needs to get up to speed. Those videos on the channel, Stanford does a good job with those. So shout out to him for that. And then, obviously, you got the Frenzy, the BFFs, yada, yada, yada. When you're listening and watching Carton and Friends, I'm always in the chat doing a little fantasy football stuff for those who got questions. So we got you covered right there. But the most important thing for you to do of all of those things 
is go to rotoexperts.com, sign up for the 2018 Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Package. It's now live and lit. Training camp has started, so there's no reason why you shouldn't be getting ready for fantasy football right now. Period. The end of story. That's it. The promo code you use to support this program is all in, kid, and I don't want to hear or see nothing else. Period. You know what I'm saying? That's how we rocking. Yo, my homeboy came over to the crib. I ain't seen him in about four or five months. I know he was like, uh, he had to go get gastro bypass joint. You know what I'm saying? But while he was in there, he had been having some foot pain. He had such a severe case of athlete's foot that the foot, they almost had to amputate his foot, son. What the hell? Is that? Off an of athlete's foot. How, how, how do you get such a big? Son, well, I don't know happen? how it happened. I was like, yo, how did this happen? Like, like, they legit, that's how bad he had the athlete's foot joint. That they, like, he showed me a picture of it. I wouldn't even show it to you. I've had it before. It looked like he was in a fire. That's how bad the foot looked. Yeah, I had it before. Jake, I but never, you kill I, it right away. You I, get it killed right son, away. He, had to, he was in bad shape. That's son was in bad shape for, off an of athlete's foot. He came over to the crib because I hadn't seen him since April. You know what I'm saying? He had the gastro bypass, so you know he had to recover from that. But then he had the joint. He had to do the, um, the, the athlete's foot. Jake, I had never seen nothing like that before in my life. And I was thinking, I was like, you would, I, I would figure that someone would catch the athlete's foot before it would get that bad, right? Mm, I think you would notice, yeah. yeah. Also, you need to start wearing some flip-flops inside of the shower. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Bronx for you. <laughs> wearing Crocs. Yeah, when you're real crazy. He's not even an athlete either, so um, so there you go. I just I shout-out to my man, Ball, though. You know what I mean? It was good to see him. He back on his feet and rocking and rolling, so shout-out to him. He's a Buffalo Bills fan. So as soon as he came in the crib, he was like, name me the, the AFC playoff teams. I'm like, ball, the Bills are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> oh, no, they not. No, they not. I thought he was like, no, nah, we went to the playoffs last year. We're going to go back to the playoffs again this year. I'm like, with who? He was like, yo, Josh Allen. I'm like, ball, stop. Yeah. Stop. You not know what yet. I'm saying? Stop. Maybe a couple of years from now. The Bills were underrated last year and they overachieved. Yeah. When Josh Allen is a backup for somebody else. <laughs> Jake, there's no chance the Buffalo Bills make the playoffs again this year, is there? No. Yeah. They might be the worst well, team. Well, there's in the always league. a chance. You know what I mean? No. There's always a chance. No. Uh, Corey, I'll tell you the same thing I told Dane yesterday morning. The a- AFC East will have three of the top six picks next year. There you go. Yeah, I can see that happening. Dolphins, the, Bills. And the Jets. The Dolphins stink, too. Yeah, the Jets might be better than both of them. Oh, man. I want to thank everybody for rocking with us today. I want to thank everybody on the fourth floor. Y'all know I love you. Just talk a little trash to you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So there you go right there. Um, this fan. I want to thank this fan. This fan. <laughs> Shout out in, to the fan. Shout out to the fan. Came, the fan came in handy when we were not in the frozen tundras of Lambeau Field. <laughs> for the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. For my man, Chris Ventra. It is the fantasy executive cream, the 8-bit version of cream to take us out. I love it. Oh, yeah. Holla at you boys. We out of here. Yeah.